0: Welcome to Radar Contact,
1: the air traffic management podcast by FOX ATM.
0: Welcome to one more episode of Radar Contact. On, on this episode's topic, which is just culture in air traffic control, we have two guests from Skyguide, the ATC organization in Switzerland, Melanie Huliger, who is a line safety delegate, and Mario Vinegar, who is a Just Culture ambassador. Melanie and Mario, welcome to this episode. And as always, I'd like to ask you first to introduce yourself uh, in a few words and maybe just say a bit about your job.
1: Hello, my name is Melanie Hulliger. I work for Skyguide for already eight and a half years. I'm a work and organizational psychologist and I'm mainly concerned with safety culture topics at Skyguide. My current position is called line safety delegate and I mainly, I am really what the name says, a delegate for safety for Skyguide's line organizations. That means I support our line organizations, concretely our operational department, also our technical department, but of course also other departments at Skyguide with their, um, with regard to their special safety needs they have. One particular task I have is to continuously foster and develop safety culture and also, in particular, just culture among the entire company. That's one of my main tasks.
2: So hello, everyone. My name is Mario Winiger. I'm uh, since 20 years in the aviation business, working as an air traffic controller currently at the Tower in Zurich. I started my career as a military air traffic controller in a little airfield uh, in the center of Switzerland, next to Lucerne, then moved over to Zurich to the International Airport. And finally, I'm there as a supervisor in the control tower. In my side role, I am so called Just Culture Ambassador. And in this role, I'm responsible for the law changing process in order to facilitate the possibility to lift Just Culture within the new Law setup
0: of Switzerland. Thank you. That's interesting because just in the intros, we have keywords like just culture and law changing coming already. But let's start with with the basics. What is just culture exactly, and why do we need that in in air traffic management?
1: So a positive just culture, and I deliberately already say positive because we all want a favorable just culture aims at creating an atmosphere of trust in which employees feel free to report incidents or also honest mistakes without fear of punishment. So that means that within a just culture, it is generally assumed that employees do not intentionally want to harm the company, or the aviation system in general. Of course, there's also another side to just culture. At the same time, a positive just culture also includes that gross negligence, intentional violations, or deliberately harmful behaviors against the company are, of course, not tolerated, and that a process exists to deal with such cases. So that's the general understanding of just culture. And we basically all know about that. But why is it Needed. Why is it so necessary to have a positive, just culture? And here I can really say it is because it's basically the starting point of a favorably lived safety culture. How can this be understood? The overall goal we all have in aviation is basically to learn from incidents and mistakes in order to continuously improve safety and the whole aviation system. However, we can only learn from incidents and mistakes when we know about them. So that's why it's of absolute importance that employees do not hold back their mistakes or observations, but report them without fear of punishment. And by doing so, they enable the entire organization to identify where safety problems lie in order to then systematically initiate targeted improvement measures. And that's the goal of the whole thing. So that's why continuous development and fostering of a positive just culture atmosphere is so important. That's also, according to general understanding, but how is SkyGuide living to these up to these just culture principles? It's basically that SkyGuide exactly lives according to these principles. Internally at SkyGuide, we want to live up to these principles every day. So we are absolutely convinced that our employees work according to their best knowledge and belief every day. And we would never assume that people stand in front of the mirror in the morning saying, you know what, today I'm going to make a mistake. That's not, not how we think, never. So we understand and, and fully accept that mistakes happen in a complex environment like air traffic control. And we do not punish them, but instead try to learn from them in the best possible way.
0: Thank you. That's really interesting. And there are so many questions coming from that. But let's start at high level first. So to put that in a very extreme and almost sarcastic way, we could say, basically, if I'm an atco or or an, an employee of Skyguide, because I guess it's not only ADCOs, and I see I make a mistake, could I just go and say, hey... Guys, I made a mistake and then I know I'm safe and and nothing will happen to me, which would be a bit overdoing what just culture is. But is there some, some kind of people thinking in that
1: direction? Honestly, internally, yes. We really live up to the principle that we say if honest mistakes occur, and people openly talk about it and write reports about their occurrences, we protect them because we systematically want to learn from each and every occurrence which is reported and spoken up. I can maybe quickly explain how this internally works. However, Mario will later on explain that in our legal framework in Switzerland, this is not exactly true. But first, let's see how we deal with it within SkyGuide from an internal perspective, because that's what we really fight for every day. So when a report gets in at SkyGuide where an ATCO reports an honest mistake, for example, with the help of a voluntary operational internal report, this report arrives at a independent safety body in the company. So we have an independent body dealing with these reports because we think it's important that an independent body, independent from the line organization, I mean, is dealing in a systematic manner with these occurrences. That means these reports are then analyzed Discussed in bodies of experts of several expertise. Maybe an investigation is even conducted because we think, wow, that's really a case we can learn from. So we do, we conduct internal investigations where we can learn something from it. These internal investigation reports are then published to the entire organization because we want everybody to know about it and because we would never punish a person for making honest mistakes. So we really live up to the mandate. We learn from occurrences. And that's why we can really provocatively say the person from an internal perspective is really protected.
2: But there is another side of uh, the story. It's all about the mandate of the justice. Swiss justice has a different mandate than the air traffic control company, Skyguide. We are committed for safety and efficiency, and the Swiss justice is there to find a responsible person after something happened. And that's actually where the problem lies. So the Swiss prosecutor will know about incidents through the report coming out of the accident investigation. The problem are the different mandates. Skyguide as an air traffic control provider is having and the Justice Department on the other side. The Justice Department is there to find a responsible person after something happened. Skyguide has a mandate for a safe and efficient air traffic control and air traffic flow and Skyguide is interested to get as much information as possible as well the Justice is interested in getting as much information as possible but with with a different view on the information. So Justice will need this information to sue somebody finally, when SkyGuide will need this information to learn and to improve the system. And that's where the problem lies. So, internally, the air traffic controller or the technical expert is absolutely safe. The data are safeguarded and they are not going to the outside. But as soon as the Swiss Transport Safety Investigation Board is issuing an investigation, then the data are out of our hands. The data are together with the STSB and finally the prosecution will get the access to the report published from the Swiss Transport Safety Investigation Board. And then usually the justice investigation will be launched. And that's not a good sign for our company, for our industry and for our just culture, safety culture.
0: Thank you for that, that overview. Now, Mario, you have, uh, as you said, you are an air traffic controller, but you have what you nicely described as a side job. And you are the only person in the world I know who is called a just culture ambassador. So what's what are your duties there? What is the job? And beyond that, why does Skyguide need a Just Culture Ambassador?
2: Yes, I, I believe as well that I'm the, the one and only um, air traffic control with that kind of job name. But there is another one. We have a Just Culture Council in Skaget as well, but I come to that later. The worldwide ATM industry and the relevant associations regret the recent verdicts by the Swiss Federal Tribunal against an air traffic controller and the pilot for a loss of standard separation. Punishing pilots and air traffic controller with fines can discourage frontline operations from reporting any kind of mistake, which is a consequent reduction in safety relevant information. And that's not what we achieve or what we want to. SkyGuy decided to take the lead to incorporate the principles of just culture into the legal system by certain for an appropriate balance between the respective legitimate needs and safety and the administration of justice. Skyguide found a joint just culture platform to overcome this common industry challenge in Switzerland and so provides an international example for effective relationship and collaboration. The conviction of a Swiss controller created strong reaction in the aviation community. Skyguide swiftly created two new roles, a Just Culture Ambassador and a Just Culture Council to set up a cross-industry campaign to harmonize and supervise all efforts made by Skyguide and their industry partners towards the incorporation of the principles of Just Culture into the Swiss legal system. As a direct result of these efforts, all major stakeholders in in Switzerland, or in Swiss aviation, are now working jointly toward the common goal of enabling just culture in Switzerland. Skygen managed to get the executive commitment of all major aviation stakeholders to join the joint just culture platform. A legal task force has been established to elaborate proposals for change in the law using the expertise and manpower of the whole industry. All legal decisions have been analyzed to understand how the judicial authorities expect the operations in the aviation system to be run in the light of a negative verdict. All partners involved have been consulted and their expertise and knowledge taken on board. Constructive discussions and joint decisions are the basis of getting the best possible support from the relevant stakeholders on one of the most pressing issues for us, a safety-improving trust culture based
0: on trust for the whole of Switzerland. So wait, you are just saying through your job and your activities, Skyguides achieved to change the law in Switzerland?
2: Not yet. We are about to change the law. Law changing is is a very long lasting process involving politics, involving public affairs, involving stakeholder management and all. But we started from scratch. And we asked all our partners, all major Swiss aviation industry partners to join our campaign to do it together, because Skyguide, as a lonely player, would not be able to change the law. So we need collaboration, we need cooperation with our partners, and we can change the law only if everyone from Swiss Aviation is joining that platform and doing it together. And that was actually my role to bring all these partners onto the table, found this Just Culture platform to make it happen together.
0: So I imagine you get to, to politicians, you do some lobbying. How, how is someone who is not part of the aviation industry or is not knowledgeable about the aviation industry react when you say, look, we have a special case here. If someone does a mistake and reports about it, he doesn't need to be punished. What is the typical reaction of someone who is not from that, that industry initially?
2: It is very difficult to explain this to the people outside of of aviation. Because there is a fear that we want to have a special treatment from the legal authorities. And this is actually not what we want. We want to be treated as everybody, but we want to be treated as experts willing to change the system, making the system better to contribute in improvement for for the system and the safety in our job. And we are not changing the law to protect our people or to... Get, get a different um, handling from the prosecutor. So for us, it's most important that we are trained experts in a very high safety related environment. And for that, we need to report, we need to be honest, we need to be open. And what we don't want that this information who are given from the expert to the company and to the authorities as well will be misused to punish them. They should be used to make the system better. They should be used to improve the system and not to punish the air traffic controller or the technician who reports these happenings.
1: Maybe a small addition also from my side, you asked about first reactions. And, you know, sometimes people even understand that we would like to foster the just culture. And they also understand our idea behind it. But they just say, you know... We have a different task to fulfill here. We have a different mandate by the state, according to which we have to behave. So even though sometimes understanding is there, they they can't in the current framework. And that's why we have to change the legal framework in Switzerland.
0: I imagine the process of changing the legal framework is, is a very long one. You corrected me on the fact that it's not changed now. Just to get a feeling for that, how long have you been working on that activity and how close do you think you are of getting the final change in the law that, that safety culture would need? Basically,
2: we are working on it since two years, but we expect another five years to go until we see a result coming from Bern, the Swiss uh, capital, who also hosts a political, uh, yeah, the political departments. And um, changing the law is a long lasting and complicated political process. Political process process has been initiated and is expected to, at least at m- last, uh, to last more than, than five years. The key to a successful implementation of safety regulations is to attain a just culture reporting environment, not only for aviation organizations, but for organizations in all safety-relevant industries. After having aligned the aviation industry within the platform, organizations from other industries will be brought on board. The Swiss uh, Railway has expressed its interest, and we are in exchange. Which is representative of the healthcare industry as well. To be successful, we need broad support, especially in today's political climate, which is critical of the aviation industry. With this approach, SkyGat has been able to take advantage of the political network of all participants and managed to get wide access to important opinion leaders across the political spectrum. The industry has been able to file a promising political initiative for change, currently being discussed within the Swiss government in Bern. To ensure That all relevant target groups such as politicians, journalists, and others recognize our aligned common efforts. It's crucial to create a uniform appearance with congruent key messages. This is being organized with a fairly standard public affairs approach. Swiss Aviation to speak with one voice on this topic to achieve a common shared goal. The Just Culture Platform is an association of Swiss aviation organizations who are committed to anchoring just culture within organizations in the Swiss legal system and in society. The Just Culture Platform is committed to anchoring the just culture concept in Swiss law to promote safety in aviation and other safety relevant fields such as medicine or the railway system. Our goal is to promote and understand of the importance of just culture to aviation safety, we advocate an approach to just culture that is aligned to the realities and today's requirement of a modern safety management system. That's what the Swiss just culture platform is currently doing.
0: Really interesting to see how just culture is not only something for air traffic management, but because way beyond that. Bouncing on that, you also mentioned the incident in Switzerland, uh, the conviction of the controller at first level was then cleared of all charges at, at second stage. And you said it created a lot of reaction in, in the world and in the ATM community. And that's something we've seen as well from Fox ATM side looking and, and being part of it. How do you see differences in different parts of the world uh, in terms of just culture? Here again, obviously not in the sense of finger pointing or, or saying who is who is good or bad, Because it's not about that, but just about how different it can be seen and interpreted and lived in different countries and different parts of the world. Because I guess you discussed that internationally.
2: Yes, I, I believe that the, the legal system within Europe are more or less the same. But uh, Switzerland is so far an exemption that the um, prosecutor is very interested in getting these data. I'm not sure if, for example, in Germany this could happen as well. Some experts from there are telling us that this can happen in other countries as well. But the interests of the prosecutors are not that high than it, they, it is in Switzerland and we see a positive example of of living the just culture in the northern part uh, in um, in the Netherlands they do have a little bit uh, a different system with uh, their national transport and safety investigation board which is linked to a uh, legal unit which has the knowledge of aviation and has the knowledge of just culture and they decide different on on incidents than, for example, the Swiss legal prosecutor is deciding. So that could be one way to go, that we adapt our system or change our system towards the The system Netherlands currently is operating, but there are different approaches or different ideas how to change the law. I believe that we do not have to change the law fundamentally. There will be only a little adjustments needed, but there will be adjustments needed in order to lift the just culture within the future and to protect our experts from being punished for um, just reporting an incident.
0: Really good. Thank you. There is one detail I'd like to dig in before we close the interview. You mentioned a couple of times the concept of honest mistake, and there is probably a fine line here because one could imagine also abusing that concept, but also where is the line? For example, let's say I'm an air traffic controller. I had a bad day. I have to work the night shift. The day was horrible. I'm tired. I could not get rest. I decide to go working anyway because I don't want to, to make pressure on whomever. Then I, I do some, let's say some, some errors during the night. Would it be considered honest mistakes or would that decision to work when I know I'm maybe not at the top of my form? would that still be considered honest mistake or would the mistake be then going to work or not just say, I'm not in the condition to work today, for example?
1: That's a very interesting question. And I think every ANSP company has to deal with drawing this line because it's sometimes it really is a fine line. And I can give a quick outlook on or insight into how Skyguide is dealing with this. Normally, like from a day-to-day standpoint, we assume that people act according to best knowledge and belief when when doing their work. Because we can really say we have professionals at work who are also very much trained on when they feel fit to work or not. So we have this general assumption that people are really acting accordance, in accordance to their best knowledge and belief and training and also experience. But let's say we once have a doubt where we can't really be sure or where it's not clear from a from an initial viewpoint that this must have been an honest mistake. So as soon as we talk about doubts on operational or technical behaviors, we have a very well established and also very fair and just process at SkyGuide. It's called safety arbitration process, where a body of experts of safety arbitrators has a closer look together with other experts and the person in question in order to determine if this behavior is can be considered acceptable or unacceptable. So we would never say from the beginning, this must have been unacceptable. So we we go through a structured process which helps us in drawing exactly this line by, by especially saying who is drawing the line. It's not basically where it is exactly drawn, but with this body of experts together, we then draw the line. And we can give a quick insight into how it is actually applied at Skyguide or used. We have the process valid for or in in charge for about five years. We have used it once and the outcome was acceptable behavior. And that basically shows us that this is not an issue we have at Skyguide currently. People are acting professionally and there are very rare situations where we have even doubts on behaviors. But if we have this very structured process,
0: that's really interesting to see how you've built up a and a, and a way of working that is adaptable and not just like a list of things with, with yes, no checkboxes, because that context is is terribly complex and complicated. And it, it's really nice to see such a professional and an adjustable process. To close that episode, the typical signature question we have, and I let you guys decide who picks which, where do you see just culture in five years from now, but also in 50 years from now in ATM and in, in other domains?
2: I would like to start with five years A Melanie you then probably can take the 50 years. For me, I'm really looking forward to live just culture in a legal environment, which allows us to live just culture how we want to live it, that we can learn from incidents, that we can learn from reports without having a fear being prosecuted by the Swiss penal law. So I really hope that we can manage to change the law within the next five years in order to provide a stable setup or a really good just culture in Swiss Aviation. And in 50 years, I'm more or less retired. So that's your turn, Melanie. Then you are active.
1: Thanks a lot, Mario. I really share your same the same hopes and just to go along the process, let's say in 10 years, I think it's safe to say we agree on that we are sure that within a 10 years or even earlier, we really have the just culture being implemented in Swiss law and used regularly. That, this, that the entire system got used to the idea, the mindset and really applies it. And let's think a bit even more into the future in 50 years. I think a very similar idea idea and concept could be in place. But what I think is that it is maybe applied and extended to many more topics, such as security. So far, we do not really talk about just culture with regard to security topics. Of course, it starts, it becomes more and more, or conflicts of interest, environmental aspects, data protection, occupational work and safety, intellectual property rights, product safety, you know, many other areas where just culture could play an important. Important role in our industry, which in the end keeps us secure and safe, but all plays together. So this could be an outlook, but maybe you have others, Mario.
2: Yeah, there is another point coming in my mind, which is, and this is artificial intelligence. I think in 20, 25, 50 years, we are dealing with artificial intelligence in air traffic control. And that will be another challenge for the legal guys to judge decisions made by the computer. And I truly believe that the legal system, especially in Switzerland, is not yet ready to sue a computer or to sue artificial intelligence after an incident. And this will be a real challenge to change the law to fit into the new future concerning artificial intelligence.
0: Melanie, Mario, thanks a lot. It's really impressive to see how involved and engaged you are in that that topic, which is definitely a complex one. And Mario, we could probably do an episode fully on artificial intelligence. The engineer in me comes with thousands of questions, but this one was on just culture. So thank you very much again, Melanie and Mario, for being our guests today. And we will definitely keep an eye on what's going on in Switzerland regarding just culture. Thank you very
1: much. Thank you very much this was radar contact
0: visit foxatm.com or your favorite podcast platform for more